there was this like seemingly straight man like oh. you know mm-hmm. sitting on a stoop or something and i kind of like looked at him and he was like like what you're looking at so i felt like oh this is this guy is upset after seconds this man was disarmed and he was like so what's up where are we going oh <laughs> wow <laughs> Welcome to the Boyfriends Podcast, where we help you find your circle and your man. I'm Jared D. King, and I am so excited to be back. We have Renee. She's returning with us. And we have a couple of great guests as well. We have Jennifer Love Williams, and we have Alejandro. Hi, everybody. What's going on, sir? Um, So why don't we do uh, quick intros of our guests uh, before we begin? And uh, why don't you give us a little rundown? Who are you? How did how did we come across each other? <laughs> <laughs> um, hello, everyone. My name is Jennifer Love Williams. I'm an entertainer and an activist. I actually discovered Jared from TikTok, actually. <laughs> then I started following him to Instagram, and then we happened to meet in person. And so when he asked me to come on, it was a no-brainer. I mean, I know you said you're, like, activist, and so, like, could you tell me a little bit more about that? Okay, um, I'm the founder of the Gen Love Project. The Gen Love Project provides re-entry packages to LGBTQ plus people coming home from prisons and jails across the East Coast. Hopefully, I get to expand across the country. Okay. But in the meantime, just the East Coast. Um, I'm also co-chair to the formerly, inca- formerly incarcerated subgroup to the National LGBTQ and HIV Criminal Justice Working Group. I am an organizer with Black and Pink NYC. I am the head of the advisory board for Black and Pink Massachusetts, separate entity, and I do some organizing work with the National Council for Incarcerated and Formerly Incarcerated Women and Girls. Fantastic. Wow. <laughs> you are making my plan, my monthly Planned Parenthood donations look like trash right now. <laughs> yeah, that is amazing. Look, I mean, you, you know, you, you're, you're doing good too. You're doing good too. Uh, Alejandro, um, so we met a couple weeks ago, actually. We did. And we kind of hit it off, I feel yeah. like, you yeah, know, and then fine. I had you over for Friendsgiving last week. Yes. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Let the, let the people know. Hi, everybody. I'm Alejandro. I've been in Philly about 12 years now, originally from Miami. Um, I work in corporate America as a trainer and like coach for new new hires at a call center. Um, so oh, bravery. Uh, it's it's fun. I like the <laughs> training. I, I mean, I taught a couple of years actually back in Colombia. I was born in Colombia. Um, I taught English and Italian. So I like the education side of like, you know, the world. And um, I do that now for like adults. So it's fun. It's very cool. cool. Very cool. cool. All I remember is the, we did what? Two truths and a lie or something. Two and truths then and a lie. I think everybody falsely picked the four languages one as the, the one that, yeah. <laughs> that you were lying about but yes. you actually yeah you i do speak four languages mm-hmm. yes so what are the other two you said english and spanish italian spanish. And, and portuguese that's ah, cool. very cool wow yeah. i feel so underdeveloped <laughs> it's okay. you two are amazing very we have a very accomplished cast <laughs> Today, right? Yeah. Don't ask me what I've been up to. Sometimes I don't feel that accomplished, but thank you. So, so are they. What's been going on with you? So, like so much, you know. I've just been like saving whales and everything. <laughs> the norm. Honestly, um, I haven't really been doing much. I'm still the same homebody that I've always been just, um, you know, continuing to eat extra cheese pizza. And uh, I've <laughs> recently... Um, I highly recommend everyone go to therapy and get medicated because my apartment has never looked more spectacular. Therapy is amazing. I mean, yes. when you cleanse your mind, <laughs> you look at the world around you and you're just like, it's time to clean. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I bought a paper shredder. Wow. A paper shredder. Adulting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's amazing. I don't even have one. <laughs> it's amazing when that becomes like the highlight of our, okay. <laughs> like our month. <laughs> We got a paper shredder. Well, That's I, when you know you've like you're reached adulthood. I honestly, I was I was so happy when it when it came and the mail was like, <laughs> it's, and I even got I got like a cheap one too. It was only like thirty bucks, but I was like, oh my god, exactly. it can shred credit cards and CDs. Wow. Oh, oh you got, you got a hefty, that's, yes. that's you a got great a hefty yeah, shredder. Eight, yeah, eight pieces of paper per shred. Like, I'm living it. I'm, <laughs> be jealous. <laughs> 
All right. Well, uh, I mean, I think as far as I'm concerned, as far as any updates and stuff, um, I went to Vegas. Then we had a uh, Night of a Thousand Beyonce's Halloween party, wow. which was fun. I, you might, if you, if you're looking at my social media, then you might have seen me um, as the Bring the Alarm Beyonce. So you know, I'm very proud of myself for that outfit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually looked that up. You actually, you look so good. <laughs> So yeah, so uh, yeah, that's really that's that's what has been going on. Of course, the friendsgiving, um, and you know, just really looking forward to kind of boosting um, the podcast to the next level. Um, we'll have more on that later on in the show. But uh, why don't we jump into our topic for today, which is what do you do when you're crushing on a straight guy? Now. We could also say, because, I mean, we I don't, you're not. I'm a sis. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so you can crush on straight guys and be fine. But maybe, you know, have you ever. I've had many crushes on gay men. Okay. So I've yeah. So it looks like, like on a anyone thing. that's been on so this anytime, show. Anytime you've had like a, cru- <laughs> a crush on somebody that you know, or that you at least have an inkling that may not necessarily be aligned. Like maybe it's, maybe it's a college professor that you have a crush on what do you do in that situation go for it uh, <laughs> do it maybe it's a guy at work and you know how you know how weird that can get yeah, if you decide true. to have like a office romance or something like that the first question for for all of us like have you um ever crushed on somebody like that and how did you handle it I feel like I feel like I'm feeling some I'm feeling some uh some vibes over here on this section. I want to hear the story if you don't mind. No please. problem. Okay, now this is with double-edged sword for me. Being a trans woman, mm-hmm. if you are attracted to me, I don't look at you as gay. I look at you possibly you possibly could do be bisexual, but you're sexual if you're gay, you're distracted to men. And if you're calling me a man, then you wait to God for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't come this far. Right. <laughs> want you to address me and look at me because I was born male. So that's where the problem comes in that but I did live like three years as a gay man. And mm-hmm. for me, when I started seeing queer people on TV, sadly, it was like Jerry Springer, Maury Povich, yeah. I'm not Maury Povich, Jerry, J- J- Ricky Lake and Jenny Jones show. And it was the episode of Jenny Jones when um, it was like your crush the same topic we are talking about mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. it was two Caucasian men. The race isn't, isn't an issue. I think they were in Connecticut. And I guess when the episode not aired, it, it wasn't Connecticut? Oh, no, I'm saying oh. like not Connecticut. That's like the <laughs> worst place to be gay. Once the episode had <laughs> aired and people, I guess, would clown the, the, the straight guy. Mm. Yeah. He didn't handle it too well. And you went and shot. I heard about that. And that's how Connecticut got the panic law. New mm-hmm. Jersey just got a panic law, and that's where mm-hmm. I'm from. We just got a panic law, maybe oh like right God. before COVID. And Get out. so it's not in my real. mind, it was always look, but don't touch. Mm-hmm. And then I, even when I've been at parties, when I was a gay male, even now, as a trans woman, when I'm at these parties and stuff with these guys, I tend to act like I'm not interested. You know, low key, my body, my breast, my, oh, my mind, everything is like, oh, I want you. (laughs) (laughs) I have to control myself because one, I don't want you to be drunk, wake Mm -hmm. up in the morning and then try to hurt me and say, I took advantage of you. You Mm -hmm. know, you made all, you made all the initiation and, or I do know that there's so many out here. I wouldn't even say straight guys. I'm going to say so-called straight guys. Cause you'll be surprised at how many guys that's supposed to be straight that are on grinder, jacked. I'm not surprised at all. BGC, mm-hmm. Adam for Adam. Mm-hmm. And he's the same guys who would sit here and walk up down the street and call, call one of us a slur or whatever maybe. Mm-hmm. So it's like, damn, what do you do? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't want to be a secret. I do want to sleep with you. Mm-hmm. I do want to see what the packaging look like out of your clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let me just stay away. Mm-hmm. Let me just go fantasize about it. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying that like having a crush is almost sometimes like it feels dangerous for you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to, not just me, my friends. I only hang with gay men. Mm-hmm. Any females you see me with, you're my family or we're colleagues. Okay. <laughs> Sadly. Yeah. And but you know, I same, talks with, same talks with them. <laughs> 
I hope that you like you got this friend at your apartment building or he at your job and now he wants to hang out with you. Be mindful. It can still be a setup. Mm-hmm. Sadly, wow. even you being vulnerable and I watched a lot of um so-called heterosexual men yeah. prey on queer community. Mm-hmm. You know they like you. You know mm-hmm. that they're lusting after you. Half the damn OnlyFans biggest accounts of men, their their finances come from mm-hmm. gay mm-hmm. men. Mm-hmm. You will you will utilize the hell out of us to get what you need mm-hmm. and beat the hell out of us in the dark. Mm-hmm. And it's, so it, that makes that's what I said is a double edged sword. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I mean, oh, they're good to look at. Look, I think <laughs> I think you kind of like uh, you kind of like struck at the core of this question. It's like. You know, if you're if you have a crush on a straight guy, so cold. It's like, are you cold? I'm so sorry. Someone it so cold. Oh, oh, so oh cold. yeah. <laughs> I thought you said so cold. I'm like, oh, it is damn. Here. <laughs> um, sweaters. Uh, yeah, no, but if you're like if you're like crushing on like a so-called straight guy, um, you have to weigh what the cost is going to be of mm-hmm. pursuing that and. Is it is it gonna be a potentially like dangerous situation? Is it gonna be something that's gonna like mess up your your peace for you know like Alejandro like have in some you... ways your life too like you know if, yeah like the dangers of you know crushing on somebody and maybe making uh, a move on somebody that you don't know may be dangerous to you and to any other you know gay man trans woman you know trans men that. It's so it's it's scary. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. you did say something um, that if you're seeing with a woman is either a family member or not a friend. Why why is that? I'm curious. That's how my life has been set up. The men that I I'm around, they were most of them my children's, my brothers and my grandsons. They were here before I became she. Once I had found myself, and um, once I once I understood that queer queer community was even here, I went to Christopher Street. I'm pretty sure by my age bracket, your first taste of queer life would be going to Christopher Street, Greenwich Village, and it was just this sense of community. But the people that I'm meeting on the train is going back to Jersey. We all created this bond, and when I started my transition, these were my allies. When I'm having surgery my family's not my protectors mm. they are mm. they're the ones look here if you if you're trying to be jennifer i need you to go back in that house come out done bitch they're gonna judge <laughs> you regardless we got you so these were mm. my support system and i every time i've deviated out of that mm-hmm. other gay men trans women females it's always an issue but another issue that i do have is that I don't feel the need to be in competition. I didn't really deal with that as a gay male. My core was my core. If you like one of us, that's fine. Bitch, as long as we know we got the best looking group in the club. (laughs) (laughs) It's not so much that I thought I had sisterhood in spaces, Mm -hmm. cis or trans, and it was, oh, you know that's a man, or it's, you know that's padding. This is like in my early days. Mm. You and I didn't understand it. So I don't was... want to be in competition. What happened gotcha. to sisterhood? Sisterhood. Not I got to be you. Okay. So, so you kind of found that like hanging out with cis women. Like, let's say that you both kind of are crushing on the same guy. It's not even us crushing. I went to a club, for example. Okay. And a bottle of Moet came to the table. It's yeah. four women, and um, four women, including myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and a bottle of Moet came to the table. It only came with one glass. <laughs> okay. And one woman thought it was about her. It wasn't. It was for me, so I sent it back. When I mean, he showed me the guy, he was very urban, which turned me on extremely. As well. mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. But I know I'm in a straight club. And I don't need no shit. I'm good. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> and when they discovered that the bottle was for me, Comments were made. The fuck he gay, and I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> oh man, just, that is awful. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. I want to be. I want to be. If it was vice versa, I would be like, bitch, you better go get that money, bitch. Right. Yes. I know. No, that's what. That's what I was saying. I was like, why would you send it back? <laughs> Not, but yeah, 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 it's like you know, you make like, it I get why you sent it back. Yeah. I don't want to compete. <laughs> 
friendships is supposed to be I'm grown. So my friendships yeah. are my chosen family. And mm-hmm. if that doesn't take away from my blood family, it's I'm supposed to protect you whether you're with me in front of me or mm-hmm. behind me we are one at all times mm-hmm, yeah. especially yeah. in this lifestyle well in this not like i want to say lifestyle like it's a damn outfit mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in this life that we live yeah. it's so many of us who are taken from this ground mm-hmm. because of what others feel what others mm-hmm. think. so we put to be our biggest protection and in my mind um especially when it comes to other trans women I'm not supposed to be competition. I'm not supposed to feel that you are the enemy. I should be able to call you, especially if you, especially if you transition before me. I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be able to call you to yeah. say, "Hold up, my body's doing X, Y, Z." Yeah, the doctor, the therapist could talk mm-hmm. to me, but don't you think it's a big difference for me talking to another woman who's been right. through the journey of HRT? Yeah. yeah, but I can't even do that. You, every doctor I've used. Whether you cis or trans, you ask me, "Well, who did your breasts?" Oh, I don't get no plugs. <laughs> Yo, your doctor's probably watching this like, no, plug me. <laughs> I have no problem. Let me um send you his information. Oh, you'll do that? I mm. loved what he did on me. Why would I not share? Mm. <laughs> what am I keeping it a secret for? Yeah. That's honestly, that's that's such an interesting way to put it. Like I f- it's like I did I wouldn't even have thought about that. It's just like having a crush is also like addressing the competition that comes with it. It was like and, an envy thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think like, I don't know, just like what you, what your, like your experience is, you, you like, there's a similarity. Like I, I, I get where you're coming from, where it's like, you know, you should, you should be in community with people, but at the same time, it's like, there's all this competition. And I feel mm-hmm. like- I want to clarify something. I don't just not hang with women and trans women. I don't hang with a lot of gay people, period. Okay. My core mm-hmm. is my core. I got you. It, I hasn't, got you. it hasn't been broken since I came out at 19. Mm-hmm. Your people are people. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Sometimes one you don't want to open the same. additives <laughs> have come on um, like 10 years after, but they still have been here like 20-something years. And I'm comfortable. Our mm-hmm. families know each other. I go with your families. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am family. You're with my family. Mm-hmm. You are family. You will be protected as if you were me and vice versa. And guess what? Every time I've added some extras to it, it's always a been bitch some... been stabbed in the back. Ooh, mm-hmm. You know, with my man and mm-hmm. all this other kind of stuff. And, right. And it's like it sometimes you just got to keep like, your... Oh. And that's, you know, we talk about find your circle. <laughs> you found your circle. And I stick and with it. And you stick with it. So... I, honestly, so, so when, you, when you said that about, like, how when, uh, when a man would show you uh, more interest than the women that you were with, like, I know that that happens with uh, straight women, too. Not to, like, you know, compare, compare, but it's, it's like, um, it's like they, like, they, like, automatically become pick-me girls. They're just, like, uh, and a pick-me girl is when you choose to put another woman down for a man mm. to pick you instead. Mm-hmm. That's how I define a pick me girl. It's not if like you it's not because you like liked sports or something like that. That's just too <laughs> that's too narrow. It's when yeah. you put down other women to pick to have them pick yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So like when sometimes when a, a guy would like come up to me and these obviously I'm not with these friends anymore. But they like they would be like uh they would come up to, the guy would come up to me and talk to me and then you know my friends who are you know more or less you know prettier than me <laughs> we get kind of uh, not for here. It's just they tend to get more guys. You know, I'm not gonna me. let you say. I'm not Sorry. gonna let that one. <laughs> uh, but the, they'll just be like, oh, you know, like they'll just say like, um, oh, you know, Renee, she's like, she's forever single. You know, like she can't find anyone. Glad that you picked her, kind of thing, oh, like making me like God. seem like a crazy like person. And then, and then for a woman to like go to a steeper level and be like, oh, you know, like she was born with a penis. Oh my God. I would have laid her out. That's I'm, when you grab I'm a shoe. Mm-hmm. I can't do all that no more. I told you, like, <laughs> no, I will forever stand by this. If, if Don't punch them, you get a shoe. Okay? <laughs> Just throw a shoe. No, because that is, I feel like that's a lower charge. Like, grab a shoe, not your fist. But I've seen it with gay men as well. <laughs> I, have a, I, had, I had a friend who, when you realize that our other friend, they're both gay men, and, um, I guess you liked this guy. I don't think this guy even knew that you liked him, but when you approached him, he made it very clear, oh, you're not my cup of tea, but I'm all about him. I'm trying to get to him for the longest. You decided to come over here and just blurt out, 
you burning out this man's status. And I'm like, the fuck? Oh my God. This is what we doing now. <laughs> and it's like, you didn't even like him before this. Like, you were like eyeing him from a You do the know, dance floor. and you went and did all this. You do know that he got a whole lover and he not thinking about this man. So, what was the purpose of you out in that man's status? Right. Oh my God. Right. Sadly, in 2022, people are still sitting here out in people for their um, health statuses. Oh crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So, right. have you ever had like a crush on like a straight man, but you felt like you really couldn't like approach them? Or have you had like. A way to like, like create I'm sure that you gentle have. approach. We all, we've all <laughs> done we've it. All at some point. We've all I don't know. I'm here. No, no, no. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm, not I'm, I'm, just, I'm just telling them. <laughs> I definitely. I mean, I've definitely had crushes where you know I know they they may have a girlfriend or they're straight, like yeah. you know, to society. But I think for me is never like a crush where like oh I'm in love with this person or you know I really want to date him. I think it's more of like damn I want to. Mm-hmm. Suck that dick. <laughs> <laughs> or, Yo, damn, that, I, I want to see, I want to see him naked. Like you know, I want to see those cheeks. Like you know, it's it's the level of attraction you have to feel to like look dead at a man and be like, that is a dick I want to suck. That's I mean, that's I, don't, the I, think cis, I think I think for cis men, cis women is a little different. Like for gay men, oh no, just, it's not. Trust me, I've looked at a man and been like, I'll be sitting yes, here, I'm like, I am on my knees. Bitch, I'm gonna eat that boy ass. I'm gonna I'm gonna try. Exactly. That's how I feel. And when I think that that's is Harry, it's just like, oh, like. Oh, no, mm-hmm. not Harry Butts. Harry Butts are cute. <laughs> and maybe this is, this is getting too raunchy. But no, yeah, I mean, um, just like I, I can think of like when I used to I used to do CrossFit like before the pandemic. And mm-hmm. of course, there was hot men at a CrossFit gym. Like mm-hmm. you imagine mm-hmm. them taking mm-hmm. their shirts off. Like sweating. Look, that's like my muscles. whole motivation of going to the gym now. <laughs> like, you know, high. and they're like, you know, doing like <laughs> lifting you know, the where weights. Are the and... gyms that you're going to, because like I only have like old people at mine. Ooh. Oh no. The crossfit gyms are full of I, sexy men. I remember you said you don't like guys coming like talking that to you in the true. gym. That is true. That is true. I don't. You know, it gives, it does give like, me the egg. You might need to take out an earpod, like airpod. Just take one out, just just in case. But I think like a, <laughs> a like a regular gym, like say like you know one that you just go and do your own thing. I think it's very different from like a class. Um, base gym where you just like and and there's small classes you kind of it be it becomes like a like a fr- like friendship like a family like mm-hmm. you know everybody everybody talks to each other and that's why i think i lasted going so much to these gyms or to to that gym mm-hmm. but yeah there was like a, a guy that i definitely crushed on and like you know me and my other like you know fellow homos we were like just like damn like 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 the bulge is fucking packing. Like I wish we could see them naked. And so it's like that type of crush. Right. Um, so what about like when you're crushing on somebody and they're giving you like some kind of vibes, but you don't really know what the deal is with them. Flirt. Flirt and let them take it to where they want to take it okay. because they know that they know at least I've never hidden my sexuality. Like I've never like, you know, if somebody asked me even when I was in high school, like, you know, yeah, I would say, yeah, I'm gay. And, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So uh, I never had any issues, thankfully. But um, if they want to push it further, that's that's on them. Okay. Like I can think of someone that pushed it further, and you know, I, at first it was just like kind of online talking and like flirting and like you know, like even videos, and he would send like pictures, and, and then finally we were in the same city, and he was like, "Hey, or, or what's up? Are you around?" And then we got together, mm-hmm. and and that was that, it, huh? it, and it happened. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and that's how people fall in love, guys. <laughs> well, he's coming to see me in a few weeks. Really? Oh. Which is, but I don't think it's anything like it's he's a handsome man, but obviously mm-hmm. he's. But you don't think it's gonna go like anywhere, like no, nowhere. I don't. I don't think personally it's gonna go anywhere more than just sex, right? Hmm. Right. And like showing around the good. city. Huh? As long as it's good, tap the prostate, bitch. It was, it was good. It was good. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I actually, as a straight woman, I need to learn to not do that automatically. What? Do what? Uh, a little prostate trick. Because, you will, because, only because. What are you talking about? 
Never. Like your finger? Yeah. Oh. I need to stop doing that. Why, you don't I, like that? You don't, no, no. Are you doing like, it to test? Are you doing like it because you turn it off? You scare them away? I mean, it's it's not that. It's just that, like, you're supposed to ask for consent and then I kind of. Oh. Yeah, you gotta ask okay. for consent. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, to be honest, I've never asked. Yeah, exactly. I usually have, like, a dildo on the side of the bed and stuff like that, or a beer bottle or a cooler bottle to get the nozzle going. And I, if it's, I'm gonna suck your dick, bitch, and you gap your leg open, bitch, not on the tip I'm either gonna force what is the beer bottle for? I mean, I... You. If you would dog me the hell out and treat me like a smut, bitch, why can't I treat you like one, too? I've never I, could be, I could be a bottomist to be the aggressor. I've never, I've never gone that far uh, with a little prostate um, loving. You'd be surprised what guys like. Okay. Uh, you would be surprised. But it's still important to ask. I, I think, though, I think though what she's saying, uh, what Jennifer's saying, and the, like, you're, you know, giving them head, and they're like... Like, okay, lick the balls. To and then the they kind of like lift up a little bit. <laughs> and you just like kind of go down there. And if, they, if they're not say. saying no, they're saying <laughs> yes. Okay. And then you start, and then you start <laughs> you, you chose to be like, to slide me you back there. So let me ask. Well, okay, so here's the thing. Because you're dealing with I am straight, with straight men. So, so that's a little bit different. It is definitely different. Because like, I just like all the men that I've uh, been friends with, they're just like, yeah, I like a quick... Uh, a nice prostate check but like that's not all men so i need to be careful <laughs> so have you had any issues no i haven't but i've been just like thinking about it uh, okay and trying to be a better person <laughs> well i think my friend would definitely agree with you he would be like you have to ask which yes you have to, you ask, have to ask especially if you don't know this person and you're like you know maybe a, a second date and you guys are like getting it on and you know you like just, <laughs> that's that could be like jarring for someone like what you know i was especially if, if, if they never had it done so yeah i gotta be i gotta be more careful be okay. careful out there ladies what i suggest that you do okay is you go get you a healthy um strap on and make sure you sit in present where like right near the bed so make sure the no. harness and everything is present so when you walk in they see it you may be surprised you go like oh that's for me <laughs> I, Are you prepared so for that though? I like to do just a little love tap with prostate care. I'm not oh. a pegging type of gal. Um Have didn't, you tried uh, it? I don't want to. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> um, you know what? A lot of girls nowadays they're actually super into it and like you go off, but no. Mm, We're trying not for you. Yeah. Not I for me. Maybe I would try it if I was like you know, with a guy for a very, very long time, and we want to spice things up. But like initial, no, mm. I'm not even out of town on vacation. No, I have a group chat. Well, friends that I actually met at the gym, and we have this group chat called Throat Goats, which is like oh. it's, <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> so it's like, throat goat. <laughs> oh, throat goat. Yeah. Oh. No, I, didn't hear, I didn't hear the throat part. <laughs> and, and they know who they are, but uh, we are trying to have her friend peg her, you know, her her boyfriend. And she's all into it. She's interested, but, you know, of course, I don't think it's it's gotten there. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, we talk about everything. It's hmm. it's amazing. Well, look, I did not expect this uh, okay. topic to go I, this way. I had, okay, so I had a point about fine. consent. I, you know. I had a point about <laughs> consent that I was going to kind of bring it back to and how I kind of, um, to the point of, you know, gay men having, or um, transgender women, a part of the LGBTQ community, having a crush on um, a straight man. Mm -hmm. And how sometimes if they're very toxic masculinity, it's almost like you like they have to give you consent to even have a crush on them. That's kind of how I was going to mm. bring it back. But then we really okay. we went in there <laughs> well, I, I think in, many, when, many, different in ways. many different ways. I think <laughs> when you said that Jennifer and I were saying that um, I think a lot of those men are the ones that are not sure of their sexuality oh, for and sure. they feel very uh, like concerned that well this man likes me what's gonna happen you, maybe like maybe i will fall that window that maybe i will open. fall into that trap and fucking start you know doing things mm -hmm. with men and that scares them and that's when they become like violent yeah. and like you know and toxic and um yeah and so yeah it definitely happens but 
I actually could think of one time I was, um, this is when I lived back in, I moved back to Columbia before I moved to Philly. And um, I spent a year there and that's when I was like teaching like school kids. One day I was like coming from somewhere and I got off at my, like I was, com I think I was on the train and then just walking back home, I was with my boyfriend at the time and there was this like seemingly straight man like you know mm -hmm. sitting on a stoop or something and i kind of like looked at him as i was walking by because he was sitting like on the steps with like his legs open i was like mm -hmm. oh he's kind of handsome and i just looked and kept walking yeah know. yeah mm -hmm. and and so then i kind of like looked back because he said something like he made like a noise or something and he was like like what you're looking at so i felt like oh this is this guy is upset so i wasn't going to show that i was like scared and i was like yeah i'm just looking you're literally sitting on on the on the soup I'm, I'm looking and so he came up to me and my boyfriend got a little scared and and then he was like after seconds this man was disarmed and he was like so what's up where are we going oh <laughs> wow <laughs> And, it's so funny. And I was like, what the <laughs> hell just happened? This man I thought was just wanted to beat me up. Now he wants some of this. <laughs> and I think a lot of times they said they're surveying the um the land over here. I tell I told some friends back in the day, they had they had crushes on these um so-called straight young men, right? Mm. Mm -hmm. Um all in the same age bracket. And I had told them, um, you know they're very comfortable with you. I'm not telling you how to test the waters, but I personally feel that if you take a creature out of its natural habitat, then you can truly see what that creature is willing to do. That's actually mm -hmm. super true. And so I had suggested that um, you could bring them to my house. Okay. And um, we can have some space. I'll cook and everything else. And, and these two straight guys, oh, they were so whole different from when I met them really? in their city. Mm. Oh, once they were over here where nobody knew them, mm -hmm. you know, whipped out dicks and wow. I've been thinking about this. Oh. Wow. <laughs> okay. Listen, I've, I've had somebody like that. <laughs> yeah. But they knew nobody here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they were in my house and I parked in the back of the house. So mm -hmm. nobody even seen you where traffic is. Nobody even mm. could drive past and see you. So, oh, you were really comfortable here. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Okay. Also, like super right. scary, dude. But then it's like I have I have a lot of people who cross paths with me, and they'll be like, "Um, I want to see you." I said, "Oh, is that something? <laughs> yeah, let me come to your back door. Fuck no. <laughs> you want to come <laughs> see? Come that front no. way. Yeah, me, me. <laughs> I, I I'm not gonna help you be. I sneaky. hope this isn't like too bold of a question, but when you meet with a new man that you know you like haven't met with before it's like a first date a first hookup do you how what are the precautions that you have to take as a transgender woman because there definitely are some dangers with it i don't know if this is a bad no, question it's a ask. perfect question um <laughs> typically i've never disclosed that i'm trans okay but i also don't put myself in a situation for nobody to have an attitude exactly okay only cool. attitude that you can actually have with me is that you, that you hit on me mm -hmm. i didn't stop you i told you that I was, oh, I have a, I have another half. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. that should be your cue then, whether mm -hmm. cis or trans. Okay. Or I move. That don't fucking mean mm -hmm. move behind me or right, keep receiving right, right. me. Right. And I've even been disrespected. Not still not knowing that I'm trans. Yeah. You fucking bird, whack mm -hmm. ass bitch. Because I'm telling you I'm not interested. Bitch, I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> Unless you right. win it. Right. right, and even that story about the about the wine, about the Moet. Mm -hmm. I got up and went to the bathroom at some point in time in the club, and when I came out the bathroom, he was right in the doorway, mm -hmm. and he made it very clear to me, "You ain't have to send my shit back. Mm -hmm. I know what time it is." Men are so terrifying. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> so so what Jesus. precautions do you take? But I did make a big mistake. Okay, this Thanksgiving weekend, no. I had um lightly dusted myself, very casual, and I went to uh, um. I went to a bar, mm -hmm. and I've been to this bar a few times when I go to this state, mm -hmm. and um, I never knew. I think people keep going back there. I've never been back there, mm -hmm. and it was one minute one guy was talking to me, next minute another guy was talking to me. I know that my card never came out my came out my pocketbook or out my phone case. I know I never paid for nothing, and everybody was just making sure that I had everything that I need, staff and all guys, mm -hmm. and I remember going in the back which is the club part 
Mm-hmm. And um, we ended up walking a block over, a block and a half over through the back way. It's like an open lot. And then I see him pull out keys and he opened one of the guys, the most persistent guy who turned me on. But <laughs> I'm so fucked up and there's no excuse. Mm-hmm. He opened this and it's like an apartment. It was a very guy's apartment. Okay. Blue sheets, one pillow. Socks, <laughs> boxes that we all know that apartment. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, I don't want to be here. Instead of kissing on me, wait a minute, I gotta go. So, and I remember getting in the Uber. Mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. He got in the Uber with me. Oh no. I'm. I know I made it back to where I was staying. Yeah. I woke up completely ass naked. But my money, my wallet, and everything is there. And all that came to my mind is he didn't hurt me. Oh, my goodness. Because he was he was seen with me, not just in person, but mm. he... It's a, it's a trail of you yeah, <laughs> yeah, running yeah. behind me. Oh. And I never got a chance to... I, this is one of these moments... Nobody spiked no drinking on like that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I'm not blaming it on alcohol. Mm. That was something I should have never done. I don't know what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. It... And it keep it been fucking with my head for the past few days. It's yeah. been today we're technically making a week. Mm. <laughs> Waking up Saturday morning, so, making a week. So just just for I guess my clarity, maybe for the viewers' clarity, you're saying that basically you were assaulted. No. No. I okay, put myself so in a dangerous situation your, okay. because I allowed myself being out by myself mm-hmm. in an all straight setting. Okay. okay. So and nobody spoke in my team. Okay. And um I let some guy guide me somewhere where mm-hmm. I don't even know where I'm going. Gotcha. And, and that that could have ended like that's really when scary. panic said into me, what the fuck are you doing? One, even whether he knew I whether he knew I was trans or not, mm-hmm. I don't know where the fuck I don't mm-hmm. know, I don't live here. Mm-hmm. I know we didn't have a conversation. Oh my goodness. At least that I know of. I can't remember the man's name. Gotcha. That is so I know what he so looks scary. like. What? And I started to remember the priestess of the night when I went on my social media. Mm. I, f- okay. I feel like people right. just don't understand that, that. I mean, as a transgender look, woman careless, the layers you know? of danger that's added on to nights like that like you can't even have a regular one night stand half the time because it's oh my god I think what yeah. turned me on was he was oh, so yeah. aggressive even in public mm. oh, don't talk to her <laughs> she belonged to me and I was like oh <laughs> that would turn me off so quickly. <laughs> we have very that different. Like, that's, I think we should like hang out more because we have <laughs> completely different tastes of men. I would be so angry. Be like, I think my, I think, I think my body wanted to be roughed up, not raped. My body wanted a little. I haven't been around an aggressive man in a minute. Everybody has been more soft and pizza. He was very black and hard and so extra chocolatey. He was like, I'm a tall bitch. He was taller than me. And I was like, (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) it was one of those moments. All right. So so I have to to cut in here because uh, just really quick, uh, if you are interested in uh seeing more of the boyfriends podcast we are i'm currently taking donations i'm trying to build this up a little bit more so um please you know throw in whatever you can uh my cash app and my venmo will be in the description below uh at jared d king so either that's like the dollar sign jared d king or venmo at jared d king um J-A-R-R-O-D-D-K-I-N-G. Thank you. (laughs) So I do want to ask, is there like, because I feel like a lot of times when we are interested in these these guys that we probably sometimes should not be interested in, or maybe, you know, we know that it's nothing good is going to come of Mm -hmm. maybe pursuing um, some of these, uh, these interests that we, that we have. Yeah. Um, is there a moment that we like grow past that? Is that kind of like a, a younger thing? Cause here's, here's the thing. Like I kind of got this question on from looking online. Like I'm on, I'm on like a, a Reddit group and like my phone pings every morning and it's just like, you know, some, some younger guy is crushing on some like friend that they don't know what it is. I'm just like, y'all need to like start crushing on like, gay men as opposed to men who were like you don't know what's going on with that you know well, what i'm saying I think, can i be I, honest yeah i you know despite that one little moment i mm-hmm. think that i'm i don't know how to i don't know how to describe it without offending anybody 
upon me traveling and being putting myself in more gay settings that's not in my city or state, mm -hmm. um, I've found an amazing amount of beautiful men that are all queer community from back there, from over there, from left to right. And I'm like, where the fuck y'all been all this time? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I go to Atlanta often. Mm. And these are some beautiful men. And when I'm Look, seeing you, I'm seeing I haven't been there yet, but I want to go. I'm meeting and meet you in person. I've been hearing about these beautiful men in the gay clubs in Atlanta. I've never been there. I want to take a makeup wipe and wipe your face. And I'm like, ooh, so you know you touch touch by like that. Oh, I'm moist. <laughs> and I'm like, where has this been? Some are on the more feminine side, some are on the very masculine side, but everybody is just yeah. queer. And then some of them are You know, and that's the thing. It's like we have to we have to acknowledge that those options are there. We don't always have to We didn't see them before. Yeah. But they are very here. Oh my goodness, there. like James Charles, who is like always he's just like, I'm only attracted to straight men. Like that's problematic. <laughs> James Charles is very problematic. I mean like the city. Uh I believe so. I think we've said multiple times that we're on we're in we're based in Philly. Right? Yeah we're based in Philly. But you guys have some beautiful ass men here in Philly. Oh. Maybe I don't live here. But baby, I mean, I Philadelphia does have Actually, some. Philly does have some very beautiful <laughs> black men. We do. They do. We do. I um, no. So what I was gonna say is, um, I think that yes, you guys bring up a super great point as to you should try to approach men that you know are gay, but you, you like you can't help who you like, and you shouldn't have to be. Uh, place behind bounds of well, what if they're straight? Like if they are straight and you know they're straight and they definitely say that they're straight and they don't want to be gay. I don't think it's good to pursue. That's well, kind of very, absolutely. very odd. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I joke with Jared all the time about how like we're gonna get married and I like I love him and like girl crush, but I don't like I'm I'm never like like so when is this happening? <laughs> when, it, when are we going to do this no that's awful but if you I think if you are unsure a great way to kind of go about it is just you know be like if be, uh, be friends with maybe one of their friends and then just ask them you know, and they, it might, it, it might be know, a little bit I don't know, because I feel like easier. that's a little, that's just because then their directly. friends want to go. Flirt or just flirt with them, like, if you're you interested. Might, but you might be, like, scared to, I just, like. <laughs> personally, I just, I just would not, I just would not even deal. Like, if, like, and I feel like you kind of hit on this a little bit earlier about just kind of, like, standing in your truth and, like, you know, this is who I am and, you know, like you know what I'm about. And so if you want to come this way, okay. But I'm not going to spend all my time figuring out what's going on. I know. Yeah, so that's some why point you could just... ask their friend. And then that way you're not their wasting your... Not, their friend may not know either. Oh, that's true. They okay. may not know. Or their friend will go back and start telling and start them. telling um, them. And then they start and acting different. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. The best thing to do is just... Know just be yourself. a friend too, like just be know yourself and be be friend the person, but yeah. be able to understand and accept the fact that that this may go mm -hmm. nothing, this may go no further than friendship. I've have guys mm -hmm. who um are just that, and then mm -hmm. I've had some alcohol kicks in, want to try things. No, mm -hmm. not with me. Mm -hmm. But um, I respect them now. One or two have crossed over completely. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> some have not. Some only tried drunk. Mm. Drunk gang mm -hmm. <laughs> or mm -hmm. gay for pay type situations, mm -hmm. but I um, but for me, I don't create a friendship with you, and I look at you like a friend. So you're like a family to me. So no, I can't at mm -hmm. this point in time. The question turned from actual genuine feelings of no, with no lust. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, that's interesting. So okay, so I guess uh, what I'd like to do is just kind of like get little quick tips for anybody kind of like maybe crushing on a straight guy or crushing on a friend and not really knowing what the deal is or, or or working through trying to figure out whether they should push it a little bit to see where where things go like what would be like maybe your one tip to that person or what your one piece of advice start with me yeah start with you. <laughs> um be sure self you can't be you can't even begin to pursue anyone gay or straight if you don't know yourself. Mm. 
you know yourself and you know what you're looking for and you know what you want and you'll be able to handle whatever comes your way and understand a person that's straight you're possibly gonna have some rejection possibly maybe a black eye <laughs> hopefully not right <laughs> be right. prepared and do everything tastefully you know how you want to be treated treat others the way you want to be treated so. exactly exactly uh, Alejandro, did you like? I think one? that was exactly what I was gonna say. At least start with like be yourself and be genuine. And and if you want to flirt, flirt and let them take it to the next level. And if you're really not sure, then you can always be open and just just really, as long as you're honest with your feelings. And hey, I I like you, or hey, I you know I. I think that either works out or doesn't. Sometimes they'll be like, oh, I feel the same way. Or sometimes they'll be like, you know what? I'm not interested. Let's be friends. And that's it. Like, I think if you get it too much into your head, it just, you know, may drive you a little crazy. Okay. Renee, would you have anything to um, add? <laughs> I, I don't know, because I feel like I would give bad advice give to just, the gay. <laughs> <laughs> what is the bad advice? Give advice to the girls then. Like if you're, if um, like a girl is, maybe if a girl is crushing on a, a gay guy, maybe a, a guy that they think honestly, might be like I a little, think, how would you want to have a little sugar in a tank. How would you, you want a gay woman to approach you? She, if, I yeah. think that sometimes um, if you have a crush whether it be like on a gay man, a straight man, a gay woman, even and you're not gay, but you have a crush on them. I feel like sometimes crushes can just be like intense feelings of wanting to be close to that person. Mm. You could just be picking up on their vibe because I like there have been a handful of times where I've had the biggest crush on a guy and then as soon as I figure out that he likes me too, I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> And I'm like me. Can we can we unpack that, please? <laughs> it's um, it's it's not it's it's. I mean, like, yeah, I think it takes some part of that fantasy away. And I'm a very fantasy kind of thinker. Like, I'm a writer. Like, I my imagination goes wild a lot. Um, I think sometimes having a crush can just be a just a general attraction mm. to that person, whether it be romantic or anything. Like, so, obviously, a lot of times it's going to be romantic, and so that's we can confuse it for that sometimes. Mm -hmm. But honestly, well, I mean, you just I might think... be attracted to that person like as a friendship. So as just friendship. go into it. You know, I mean, I think that that like goes into know know thyself. You know, yeah. like what you guys yeah. were saying. It's just like you know, know know where your feelings are coming from before you start pushing them on somebody else because then, you know, if they, if, if it's that kind of a situation where they start liking you back and mm -hmm. then it's just like. Yeah. And so <laughs> that's, that's, a different that's why maybe situation. don't like but, kind of go up to them and be like, I have a crush on you. I've actually, I did do that once and it went very well hey, for me. Um, you said it went very well. <laughs> it actually did go, it, it kind of went well. Because when you tell someone you have a crush on them, they're just like, stop it, me. <laughs> that was like, that's like the biggest compliment. You're like, you, mm -hmm. you this day and age, especially being in more, more comfortable spaces, I um, like I said, it's an amazing amount of um, gay, bi, and openly gay, openly bi, openly is it polyamorous? Um, pan, pan, pan. Yeah, pansexual. Yeah, yes. sorry. Poly, yeah, polyamorous <laughs> is when you have like and when you date a bunch of people at the same time. I, I mm -hmm. especially especially in certain locations, I'll be like. You are a gorgeous man. Mm -hmm. What are these locations? <laughs> I know, like, where are you yeah. going? <laughs> Atlanta and Philly, huh? Yes. Y'all have some amazing... I have met um, a guy here. He's not my type. Um, but talking with this man, he's not into me either. But talking with him, and you just... Oh. <laughs> if you ever want to try one of the girls like me, please let me know because you are uh, you are a husband. <laughs> now, if I could go back to this, um, you said earlier you don't usually disclose at first that you're trans. So, how do you? When do you do that? If we can, if we have time for this, um, for the people who are extremely persistent, that's my goal. Like I, if I'm telling you, I'm in a relationship or I'm not interested, mm -hmm. and you still are very persistent, and now I move, and you're still trying to get to me. Typically by myself, I guess when I had like a drink, mm -hmm. I don't know what happened the other day. It's let me get to a safer situation over here where nobody's around. Cause I do know that a lot of times, a lot of people period react and show their asses mm. when you got an audience mm -hmm. and, um, it's trying to get to these places where let me just get away. Mm -hmm. If it's going to appease you, let me give you my backup number. Mm -hmm. And then once I'm safely in Uber, 
you texting me immediately. You do know I'm trans, right? <laughs> but I, I know for anybody who was sitting here in this area who saw you and me near each other, you seen mm-hmm. I was visibly pushing you away. Oh. And God knows that you possibly were attracted. I was attracted to you. But what I also knew was that I wasn't in that setting. And just because I'm even even when I'm in that setting, mm-hmm. everything is not for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so, why I was mad at myself for the uh, actions. So does it depend on the setting? Um, not just the setting, because there are there are some um, so-called straight guys who are very comfortable within their own sexuality who mm-hmm. um who come to so-called gay functions um, in support of family members and close friends, college roommates, fraternity brothers, now sisters or whatever may have you. And still doesn't mean that um, anybody has the right to make a person uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like I said, but there's no reason to not hold the compliment. I've, I've sat here with people, especially once COVID happened, mm-hmm. uh, there was a whole set of men, I didn't even know that, What's the mask on? Probably still ugly. With the mask on, <laughs> focusing solely on here, I'm like, oh, you have some beautiful eyes. They're not colored, but they speak like 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 little doughs. Yeah, and then they take and, that mask down. Oh, thank like, you. <laughs> I'm here to like, oh, and you got oh, that voice. Oh, you can make me Let me go in the house. <laughs> Stuff like that. It's, let me do it. Let me tastefully and get the hell out of here. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think my my piece of advice for this uh for this conversation. I mean, because normally I will give like my little like one liner and this would technically be a uh, stand back and get what you get and step up and get what you want type of moment. But Mm. at the same time, you can't necessarily step up and get what you want in this situation. Like you have to know that the person that you're stepping up to. You get the knowledge you want. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But you have to be very careful about how you go about getting that knowledge as well. (laughs) But um, you have to make sure that the other person is like actually about that life or is about you or is about, you know, is actually interested before you put yourself in a situation that that could potentially turn sour or, you know, Mm -hmm. go south. yeah, so you have to kind of like weigh the cost. So if you're interested in somebody that is that if you're interested in a straight guy, if you're interested in somebody who you're not really sure where they're coming from, um, yeah, just let just them make the let moves. them make the moves and 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 see. Or turn your attention elsewhere. It's actually a little bit easier and better that way. But yeah, that's what that's what I would say. Um, so anyway, I want to thank you all for watching this episode and for joining us on the Boyfriends Podcast. Uh, please give us a subscribe, give us a like, uh, give us some comments. We would love to, uh, talk with you more about this topic. So, uh, remember, if you have no one else, you've got got us. us.